Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 333 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the first chapter of Revelation today and our focus is on what does Jesus look like in heaven and what has Jesus done for us and what will his return look like. I have no idea how we're going to fit that all in 10 minutes, but we'll give it a shot. Every day we go through the Word of God, and our goal is to understand it, and to listen to it, and follow it, and obey it, and learn from it. And I want to welcome you. Uh, We do have a website. It's Bible2021.com. Every episode of the show has a full written transcript as a blog post at that website, Bible2021.com. Check it out. Revelation is a fascinating and mind-bidding book of the Bible. It's highly debated. It's difficult to understand, but it contains some of the most encouraging passages in all of Scripture, including a very dense and wonderful summary of what Jesus has done for us and what his second coming will look like in just like three verses. And we find that in Revelation 1, 5 through 7, which says, To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. So what do we learn in these three short verses? Quite a few things, really. First, Jesus loves us. No mystery there. Probably if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard that before. Yet it is probably one of the deepest truths there is. He has expressed his love for us by coming to the earth to be born in weakness and suffering torture at the hands of the Romans and the Jews and then death on the cross and the punishment that was due all of us was instead put on him. This expresses his love. And the second thing we're told in that little passage is by his blood that was poured out for many, he has freed us from the penalty of our sins. As Isaiah says, the punishment that brought us peace and freedom was placed on his head rather than ours. Number three, he's made us into a kingdom. We're part of his wonderful kingdom. Here's the thing, not merely as peasants, though that would be good enough, really, but also as co-heirs of God the Father, the ultimate king of kings. So not only are we part of the kingdom, we are nobility in the kingdom, not by our birthright, not by our merit, but by his blood and his invitation and his adoption. Finally, number four, he has made us priests, not just a few of us chosen by their blood lineage, but all who are in Christ have been made priests. No Christian is a pew sitter or a worthless cog in a big machine of people. All followers of Jesus are set apart and called as priests, ministers to the world with a mission to bring lost humans into relationship with the teachings, love, and person of God the Father and His Son, Jesus. And that gets us to what it will His coming look like. Well, apparently, it won't be a severe, clear day, as the weathermen say, of blue sky days with no clouds. 
His return will be accompanied by clouds of some sort. Somehow, some way, every eye on the earth will be able to see his return. And will this be because of technology like the internet, like some sort of live stream or something? Well, such a thing is quite possible now in a way that it would not have been possible 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago. It's also possible that his return will essentially circle the earth so that all of mankind will be able to simply look into the sky and see he and his entourage approaching. Well, what will the reaction of the people on earth be to this return? Some will rejoice, certainly, but according to our passage today, all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. That means people from every tribe, tongue, and nation will look up in the sky and see the return of Jesus, and they are going to tremble and be terrified. The return of Jesus and the day of the Lord will be great for some, those saved by grace through faith, and it'll be terrible for others, those who have rejected the grace and mercy of the Son of God. They will see his return and immediately and intrinsically know his kingship, and they will wail and mourn. As a pastor, I have learned to appreciate these kinds of short Bible passages that are just jam-packed with every word being something important and deep and uh, kind of mind-blowing, So much, just packed with so much truth. Well, second topic, what does Jesus look like now in heaven? What does the resurrected and ascended Jesus look like? Does he still look human, for instance? Apparently not, according to John's vision in Revelation. We pick it up in verse 12. John says, I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. When I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was one like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe and with a golden sash wrapped around his chest. The hair of his head was white as wool, white as snow, and his eyes like a fiery flame. His feet were like fine bronze as it is fired in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of cascading waters. He had seven stars in his right hand, a sharp double-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was shining like the sun at full strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. He laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Now, to my knowledge, this is the most descriptive depiction of Jesus in any way, shape, or form in the entire Bible. And it is likely, I believe, that this description is of the resurrected, heavenly, or ascended Jesus in all of his glory. Revelation 19, 11-6 also gives us a description of the current and heavenly appearance of Jesus. Verse 1 says, I'm sorry, verse 11 says, I saw heaven open and there was a white horse. Its rider is called Faithful and True, and with justice he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a fiery flame, and many crowns were on his head. He had a name written that no one knows except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. The armies that were in heaven followed him on white horses wearing pure white linen. A sharp sword came from his mouth so that he might strike the nations with it. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will also trample the winepress of the fierce anger of God, the Almighty. And he has a name written on his robe and on his thigh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And there's one more description of the heavenly ascended Jesus we find in our next chapter, Revelation 2, verse 18, which says, 
Thus says the Son of God, the one whose eyes are like a fiery flame and whose feet are like fine bronze. So putting it all together, what does Jesus look like now in heaven? Well, I'm quite sure that words fail to fully describe his glory and radiance, but at least we know from these passages that he has an appearance at least human-ish, human-esque. He has eyes, he has hair, he has hands, uh, a right hand and a left hand. He has feet. So he looks essentially like a human, but like a multi-magnified human, right? His eyes are like fiery flames. His hair is snow-white wool. His feet, maybe his entire skin tone, we're not for sure there, but his his feet, at least, and legs appear to be gleaming like fire-polished bronze. And his face is like a radiating light, like the blinding sun or a bolt of lightning at full strength. So in other words, you can't just look at him. It's too much for your eyes. His whole appearance is utterly overwhelming and powerful, and it literally makes John faint like a dead man with one look. And do keep in mind, John was probably, maybe with Peter being one exception, the closest human being to Jesus while he was on the earth. And John gets one look at his Lord and friend in his heavenly ascended form, and his body just can't take it. It resets and he falls to the ground dead. All hail Jesus, the magnificent Lord with fiery eyes, snow white hair, gleaming body and lightning faced. If we saw him now in his full appearance, I'm quite sure we would do exactly the same thing that John did, fall down at his feet in a dead on faint. Hail, hail the lamb who was slain and the king of kings. Let's read our passage in Revelation. Revelation chapter one, verse one in the Christian standard Bible. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, whatever he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep what is written in it because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in Asia, grace and peace to you from the one who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has set us free from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, He is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and partner in the affliction kingdom and endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard a loud voice behind me like a trumpet saying, Write on the scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. When I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was one like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe and with a golden sash wrapped around his chest. The hair of his head was white as wool, white as snow, and his eyes 
like a fiery flame. His feet were like fine bronze as it is fired in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of cascading waters. He had seven stars in his right hand. A sharp double-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was shining like the sun at full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. He laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades. Therefore, write what you have seen, what is and what will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Amen. Well, let us let's close our time together today with our Bible memory passage. It's John 14, verse 6. Only a couple of days left to say this. It reads, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yes, it is true. He is the only way. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.